Welcome to Mule Tip Tuesday, everybody. Hope you're having a great day out there. I know we are. Um, as we get going here, uh, this week's Mule Tip Tuesday is brought to us by Ernest Brenneman Saddlery. Um, Ernest uh, built me a nice saddle, and he does great work, so I'd like to give a shout-out to him. And If you guys want his information, I should have had his number handy, I guess. But I know it. I memorized it? it just okay, today. Tell it's 417-589-0209. Good job. I just remembered it, memorized it today. Well, I'm proud Because I got tired of looking it up. <laughs> All right. Hey, Megan. Nancy. Megan, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Megan. <laughs> Eva, good to see you on here. Kim, good lots say, of good folks. Good to say hi to Shane, too. He's probably Shane, watching. Shane, you watching? All right. Okay. Um, well, we've been... Uh, I've got six training mules here this month, so we've been... Riding all day, and I can see I'm sunburnt pretty good. You're getting a nice, <laughs> nice tan line. Yeah. Anyways, I've uh, been riding, and and uh, we've been doing lots of, lots of, hey, my grandmother's on here. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um, been doing lots of video lessons. Uh, did one from Canada yesterday, and got friends all over Australia, and and we've been doing all doing lots of video lessons. So if any of you guys need help, be sure to hit us up about the video lessons. FaceTime is awesome. Skype is awesome. And video or the Facebook Messenger. I thought you were saying Sky is awesome. Sky, you are awesome. So nice. You are awesome. <laughs> Skype. But uh, anyways, um, how many of you watched our live video training that we did on Saturday? If you did, hit, hit the, the like button. Yeah. If you was on there, I'm wondering how many of you. One. Yep. No, they hit the heart button. They didn't. Do oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's a like button okay <laughs> all right but uh i hope Yay. you guys uh hope you guys like that if you if you liked it let me know we're thinking about maybe doing another one this saturday and i'll maybe uh take videos of these meals this week and let you know where we're at with all these meals we got a, all sorts of different things going on here they're um, all different they're all yeah they're all very different we got six totally different meals with different issues different problems different things we're working on different stages of training so anyways we'll uh we'll get back to you on that and hopefully you guys like it so um you know anything you want to add about that um well about the maybe doing it saturday yeah it just seemed like the next one i've had a few people already message and say if you do it again do fancy next so you know what they want fancy yep i've already heard a few, few fancy's people. a handful most of you shouldn't be messing with a mule like that <laughs> but uh nonetheless we can we can thanks your work with fancy and show you that she's it's good watching yeah though. it is good watching and uh, i i mean i enjoy her but um she's 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 jolene 2.0 yeah she's a handful so i think i don't know if dean is on here yet but hopefully she is um all right so today's mule tip tuesday um, and this kind of goes with a question we've got a few times, but I thought it'd be a good time to talk about it, is how do you prepare your mule to ride out by yourself? If you guys, those of you that want to ride by yourself, why don't you hit the heart button? If you want to go out and ride by yourself, hit the heart button. And if you want to... If you wish you could ride with other people, you, hit the mad face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to hit it. There you I want to go in. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So, <clears throat> this is a common question I get, so I just wanted to break it down how I would go about doing it. You guys probably can guess the answer. The first part is, 
you need to have control of your mules okay you need to go through the checklist you need to have control of those feet you need to have those mules centered you need to be able to go get up that checklist as far as you can and uh, have have control if you if you don't have that riding out by yourself is gonna be gonna be way more challenging than it needs to be so that's the first piece the first piece okay um, and uh, the second piece of this though is is to go into kind of gradually especially those of you that maybe lack a little confidence simply start riding in the arena by yourself or riding at home by yourself or riding uh, riding out in your pastures or whatever just start riding by yourself at home where the mule is still pretty comfortable and life is is not going to be too dramatic if you leave you know their buddies uh, they can kind of still see them and then when I get out on the trail I like to go with a group and then you you start to you start by paralleling and maybe I'll just just kind of play like little games of leapfrog or something but instead of going front to back I go side to side so I might go off to the left off the trail maybe let's just say 20 feet or something and then I'll come back to the trail for a little bit and then I'll go to the right 20 feet or something and I just go back and forth like that until your mule gets a little braver they get a little more confidence and they get to where they're like hey I can do this and then you just go a little farther out every time but you get your animal real good to where it just wants to leave the herd if you know things are not going to go great if they don't want to even leave and we've talked about that in the past too if they don't want to if they're pretty stuck they're herd bound then that's then there's other exercises to do and we can talk about that again or talk about another time but anyways that's how i go about getting them to where you can you can leave the leave the animals and go right by yourself and before long you're riding on your own and it's no big deal so anyways that's my tip for you this week and i figured it'd be a good one to talk about riding by yourself because of all the social distancing crap yeah. going on so anyways that'll help you social distance but if you have any other questions on that tip, just throw them up in the comments. And if you got any questions at all, throw them in the comments, and we'll get to them. Hopefully. They're rolling in. Good. Glad you guys are asking. Um, let's get to. Uh, well, you know, I wanted to leave a tip about this week's challenge. Um, how many of you guys are uh, watching the challenges still? I know the answer because I see the views on the video. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, we send the, we send the video out to lots of people and there's not very many views on there but I hope you guys are still watching the challenges but this week's challenge was um, the next piece on the checklist which is rolling the hindquarters and returning to the circle or returning to the trail or wherever you're riding and <clears throat> the one thing that I uh, that I've got a few questions on already is they say well the mules or the horse is untracking the hinds and they're they're yielding the hindquarters nice but the animal is still really heavy on the rain. What do I do about that? And this is a common one. I will always add more leg before I add more rain. Um, so if if and if you get into that situation where this might apply, then I would still hang in there. You know, and in the video I said, oh, dude, I like to do two or three steps with the hinds, and then I go back. Well. If you need to, keep on going with the hindquarters. Keep on asking. And as soon as you feel a little softness come through on that lead rope, or on your, your, your rein rather, that's when you, you, would, you would quit and go back to your circle. 
But it's really important that you wait for that to get soft. That's a big piece of the puzzle, and uh, th that's really important. Uh, so just because they can move their feet doesn't mean it's correct. Um, you, you need to have that softness come through. And that's your end goal anyways, is to be able to do all these moves on a loose rein. So anyways, that's my tip for you also on this week's Everyday Mulemanship Challenge. If you guys, those of you that are on here that don't know what that is, you can subscribe on our website, tsmules.com. And, and, and you can uh, see all the past videos. Yeah, you can on, see all the past videos on there too. So they're on, on the there. Website. Check it out. Skip Jacobs is on. Jennifer Allen is on. What's up? Somebody asked a question about this training on Saturday. Yeah, um, what was the question? That they asked if it was still up or if it was going to be posted again or something. We were originally only going to leave it up while it was live, and we weren't going to even post it afterwards. But we realized a lot of you were working, or some of you are in other countries. That yeah. <laughs> We actually had um, Robin from New Zealand was up. I can't remember what time did she say it was It was 2 there. in the morning, in, she said. In the middle of the night. And, she, yeah, she got And there. she got up to watch it. But anyway... Yeah. So we decided to leave it all day, but yeah, we deleted it at the end of the day because it was more, it was meant to be just, you know, for that time, not just a, yeah. you know what I mean? So it is not available anymore. If we do it again, we'll probably leave it up all day again. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know if I feel like it. Maybe. <laughs> I like um, Jen Allen has a question here. Foxy is really scared alone, doesn't do anything bad, but is obviously really worried. Would it be best to pony her for a bit when going away from home? Or will it actually make it worse taking her with one of my horses? I'm not worried about her being naughty, but I want to build her confidence the correct way. Um, po Jen, uh, Ponyon, the mule won't really, I mean, uh, at that mule's level, it's not going to really do you a whole lot of good. As far as your confidence yeah, goes. I'd, I'd, do, I'd ride because she'll kind of hang on that horse and uh, just kind of, you know, she'll be fine because she's with the horse. So you need to, you need to practice uh, going out on your own and, and you don't have to go far, you know, just start working at it. Just break. Yeah, there you go. There you I go. can see the now questions. Can see. <laughs> All right, cool. We have someone here too. All right, well, let me see the next question. Go ahead. Okay, Shane had a question. Shane. Clemson. What's up? What's Shane's question? He said, Henry is pushy and drops his shoulder in. Would a flag be better than the end of the lead rope? I guess he's doing he ground. Him off of me. Yeah, on the ground. Okay. Sounds like. Yeah, Shane, if you're doing your groundwork and that mule drops its shoulder to the inside and pushes on you with a shoulder like you're describing, then, yeah, a flag is real nice because you can, you can be really accurate with a flag. Of course, you can be really accurate with the end of your lead rope, too, if you're good at swinging it. But, yeah, I'd just block with that flag and, um, and get them off you that way. So, yeah, flag is definitely easier than the lead rope for me personally. But everybody, some folks hate using the flag, too. I'm bad at the flag. Yeah. Okay. Tanya Marie, she asked this last week, but I wanted okay. to address it. She said she wants to continue with the challenges, but she doesn't, she's not riding her mule currently and asked what she should do because she wants to follow along, but mm -hmm. she's not in the saddle at this time. Yeah. Well, the challenges are never ending and hopefully you guys remember that you don't just do them and then leave and never come back to them. It's, I do all those things every day. I mean, today I rode, how many mules did I ride today? I rode a lot of mules today. 8,000. Not 8,000. <laughs> like eight. I rode eight mules today. Anyways. Close. Um, you know, I just went through the checklist on all of them. So, Tanya, um, just keep working on that groundwork. As soon as you get those things checked off and they're doing good, it's time to ride. You know, it's time to move on. Or if you don't ride, then you can go to driving or whatever it is you want to do. Yeah, so. she wondered about like obstacles and stuff. You just apply your groundwork. Yeah, just apply it. Send them through a gate. Send them in your trailer. You know, just 
whatever is real life for you. Let's get another question. Okay, Kelly Breitmeyer. She's Kelly. She, is she on here today? Um, I'm not sure if she's on here yet. So she sent a question last week? No, just today. Just oh, she on my today. post today, yeah. All right. She um, asked, because remember we worked with her trailer loading while we were mm -hmm. at the clinic? Yeah, I remember And that. she said, he's great. He loads like a dream now. Her problem is him wanting to turn around really fast. He has trouble backing out. And this last time, he kind of body slammed Smashed her. Smashed her, huh? And he's just really anxious about getting out. And so she's wondering if you have any tips for unloading. Yeah, uh, Kelly, that's a good question. And I, lots of folks have trouble with this. So you're not alone, for sure. If you, they're still pretty anxious about unloading, they're not comfortable enough being in the trailer, too. So I would focus on making life better in the trailer, for one. So they're, they're not so so worried, like, I got to go. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of this trailer now. Um, and then just on the ground and otherwise I would work on getting that backing up off the halter, which is the thumb down like we teach. I get that going really good and I would get uh, the other method of backing up, which is off the lead rope. I get that really good, Kelly. And you get that to where it's solid, where you can keep control of them. Again, it all comes back to having control of those feet, right? And keep them centered. If they're smashing you and crashing you in the trailer, you're, you know, that, that kind of, that tattles on your groundwork, right? So I would get that better and then get them more comfortable in the trailer. So, you know, load them up and just let them be in there and and then let them go out. If he wants to, if he wants to hustle out, let him hustle out. And then I would maybe do a little bit of work outside of it, just go through my groundwork, just kind of casually and, and just kind of keep it moving, but just go through it, put them back in the trailer, let them rest. And then and then uh, before long, you're going to be asking me, like, Ty, my, my mule loves being in the trailer, and I can't get him out now. <laughs> so, anyways, but that's how I go about doing it. Just get him comfortable and get control of those feet. Good, good question, Kelly. Okay. Wade, What's next? Wade Murphy, he said that he was going to have to catch the replay, but he asked this to just like an hour ago. Okay. He said he had a question about um, hooking on. He said she hooks on really good, but then the next day they start over. The question is... Is it wrong to do the hooking on exercise every day? Am I overdoing it? I usually get to hook on each each day before we start the groundwork. Well, I I don't do it I don't do it that much. Um, like for example, I started a colt here. Um, well, I've had two colts I've started the last week, and and I worked on the hooking on exercise. If you guys aren't familiar with that, it's on our groundwork DVD, and we talk about it in there. But anyways, I I only got them to hook on the first two days and then after that I just went to the groundwork I just went to my halter driving so I don't do it every day Wade um, but if if they're having trouble I keep going with it but if they're hooking on they're with me you know you can you can do your hooking on that's what all the groundwork is for all your halter driving you're getting them with you and teaching them to stay with you so that's kind of what I do there hopefully that hopefully that makes sense to you Wade thanks for the question I have one from Natalie Garrett. Okay, Natalie. She what's said up? she has the Fixing Her Bound DVD, and she she really likes it, but she's not riding her mule yet. What can yeah. she do from the, the ground? Oh, Natalie, just keep doing your groundwork. That's it. That's it. That's all you're going to do. Get control of the feet. You know, 90% of that herd bound is just lack of having your mule centered and having control of them. If you really had control of them and they, you know, on the ground, they lead really good you're not going to deal with that herd bound i mean they're remember they're wired to be with a herd they really like to be with a herd and so you're not gonna you're not going to get rid of that um you know that natural you know that instinct but you can dang sure get control of it 
and get control of those feet. So that's that's pretty much all you can do at that point. Um, I practice leaving them all the time, though. You know, even here, I'll, I'll have a meal tied up, make sure it's tied up safely so you don't do something dumb. Or they don't do something they dumb, don't rather. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and then uh, then I'd ride your other horses or your mules and ride away and leave them. You know, mules need to learn how to kind of cope with being left behind, and that's, uh, that's more of a problem than I – and that's a harder problem than actually – you know leaving riding the mule leaving them i found is is being left behind so um you know you practice that you know and you don't have to go far i mean a lot of your animals i i I bet a lot of you if you just had your mule tied up you know to your hitching rail and you just rode your your other mule your other horse or your donkey whatever down the out in the back field or out in the pasture or something the mule that's tied up you know i i as i as i see it probably seven out of ten of them would throw fit so they need to learn some coping skills. So, anyways, that's a good question, Natalie. What's next, guy? Um, Heidi Fritz, I saw her on here. Okay. She said, my mulemanship on the ground needs help. My mule is slow, and to get her moving, I have to wave my flag constantly to keep her attention. Do I need to be more energy up or forceful for longer periods or more shorter burst sessions? So, her mule... She's kind of slow, and she's having to get after her. Is it better, or she's... Putting more energy into it, or shorter for longer periods, or shorter bursts. Yeah, I I would just you, you know when it comes to the life in them, whether you're on the ground, guys, whether you're in the saddle, is you start out by getting a little of it at a time. You you put a little put a little life in there yourself, and you bring up the energy, and then once they meet the energy that you're looking for, you leave them alone, and you will let them go back down to being slow or whatever the pace they were going. And then you do it again. So first thing they have to learn is that when they get to that pace, it's a really good thing. When they get to that, it's a it's fantastic for them, and you'll leave them alone. And then you start extending it. What was her name? Who was it? Heidi. Heidi. So yeah, Heidi. So you just you you get these little bursts, little pieces, leave them alone. Little bursts, little, little pieces, leave them alone. And then uh, over a period of time, you can carry it longer, and it'll last longer. So that's how I go about it. She had That's another good question. part to the question. Was okay. she said, "I'm diligently working on the groundwork daily. When's the best time to start working from the saddle?" Uh, what, after you've checked off your groundwork pieces, then it's time to ride. Um, and when you know what, every day I just work until I get things a little better. And all of you might have a different standard on that. I'm not saying you have to be like me, but you need to you need to be able to recognize that it is better. That's why we talk about observe, remember, and compare. You know, like. Ray Hunt taught, and and uh, you, so every day you're observing, you need to remember what happened there, and then the next day you compare it. And once it's a little better, and each day might be just just that, just a little better, then you can move on. So after you check off your groundwork, it's time to ride. And if you're doing all the groundwork steps, it's it's time to move on to the next step. Or if you guys, some of you, I know you drive, and and so you you know you're not gonna be riding them. You move on to your driving, whatever works for you. I have two okay. more that I saved from earlier. Okay. Marcia, Marcia Burbage said her, Marcia. Meal, her meal's great to bridle. Her okay. problem is when taking it off, he'll hold on to it and hold on to it so hard she can't get her fingers in to work it out. Hold on to the, the bit? bit out. Yeah. Oh, we got oh, two, uh, two of them. Two of them like that. And um, I just take the bridle off and I just sit there and I wait for them to open their mouth. And, uh, just wait. Yeah. As soon as they let go, I take it off. And, and, uh, um, they they're getting a little better each time, 
that I work through that, and uh, that's all I do. I don't have any other suggestions on that. Do you? Not a big deal, so. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say on that. Yep. Okay, last one okay. was Aaron Hempel. He said, any advice on four-wheelers or dirt bikes? We live on a road, and they're fine with vehicles, but the higher pitch sounds of the dirt bikes and four-wheelers bothers them. Yeah, uh, you know, there's two things. Get control of feet and exposure. So you work on getting them handy, get them to where they're with you and where you can ride them anywhere. They stay between your legs, between your reins. That's the first piece and the most important piece. And then it's just exposure. You just kind of have to, you have to be around them. That's pretty much all, what they all need is control of the feet and exposure. So, you know, just be around it some more. But that will bother some quite a bit and others they just don't care. So the exposure comes in. All right, let's get to these questions that folks posted on here, Sky. Um, Let me help you scroll. Yeah, help me scroll. Help me scroll there. <laughs> He's slow. I'm just too okay, slow. Let's go start at the top and we'll find him. All right. We'll find him. Okay, let's see. Lots of good folks on here. Glad you guys are on here. Megan says I need sunscreen. I know. <laughs> she would. <laughs> I've been outside since 7. So have I, by the way. I just yeah, had, I didn't ride good. anything. I was all doing right. all the dirty work. Uh, all right, let's see. Sorry. Sorry. Thanks, guys, for saying hi. Yeah, lots of great folks jumping on here. Okay. Where'd they go? <laughs> is, there any, is there any questions? Okay, there yes. Oh, I answered that one. Okay. That's a good quote. There, here's one. Okay, read it. All right. Stephanie, Stephanie Kelly. She said, you talk about reading your mule. My mule hates groundwork and puts his ears flat back. I've been trying to do different things to change his attitude. Do you have any suggestions? Also, we're... When we're done, he'll follow me around like a puppy dog, but with his ears back. And mm-hmm. when I stop, his ears go straight up. Guess his ears are talking to me. What's your interpretation? Oh, that's a hard one. Go back so I can see the oh, name. Okay. Stephanie. Stephanie. Um, anyways, that that's a that's a hard one because uh, there are different reasons that they'd maybe have their ears pinned or they'd they'd be their expression would be sour. The main thing, Stephanie, to work on is to get them to where their expression is good and end at those moments that's that's what's important so when the expression is good now when they're uh some mules like for example if i'm out working with cattle or something some mules have big expressions like maybe they'll pin their ears back at the cows and they're really hustling and they're working um, other animals when you're with obstacles they might have their ears kind of back and and sometimes they're just thinking hard so it's hard to recognize. It's like a furrowed brow. Yeah, it's kind of hard to recognize whether they're thinking or whether their expression is just poor. But um, I would just hang in there with whatever you're doing until that expression gets gets a little bit better. So, um, all right. You want to go ahead and find me another one? Yeah. Glad you guys liked those videos on Saturday. There's a few comments about that. Okay. Carol. Hi, Carol. What's up, Carol? She said, when saddling without being tied, she was stand still but tosses her head. I call it her protest. What do I need to do to help her? Yeah. I was I was on a call yesterday morning um, with Dallas. I don't know if Dallas is on here. I haven't seen him yet. But he's out, he's in British Columbia. And we did a video yesterday, and his, his mule was doing the same thing when he was going to saddle. It would kind of stand still, but then it would uh, it'd toss its head like that. And, um, what I had him do was just kind of roll the hindquarters every time it did it. So kind of like the last question I just answered, you get you just kind of work until you get a better expression. So Carol, I would just I would just roll the hinds, and then let her stand. So I'd roll the hinds like three steps, let her stand, saddle her again, and I'd I'd do it over and over and over again. Throw it on, throw it off. So 
Good question, Carol. Uh, Michelle Sweeten says, the more critters I get, the worse the herd bound. <laughs> Bigger worse the herd, more herd bound. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. I'm not sure what that was pertaining to. Sometimes, when you ask questions, got to be like really specific because sometimes we're past what we were talking about. It's like yeah. delayed. Okay, tips for riding out from home, especially if alone, always seems harder than trailering somewhere. From Kate. All right, Kate. Well, it's kind of like what we asked, what we talked about earlier. Okay. You know, riding out alone, you you just start getting control of the feet, uh, just like I. That was our tip. That was our tip of of the. That was our tip for today, right? Yeah. So if you, Kate, you might want to listen back to the very first of this, but basically she probably asked it before. Yeah, get control of the feet, and then um, and then start doing a little at a time. It's like the, you know, stretching the rubber band. Yeah. A little further out, and then then they come back. And a little further out, and they come back. And pretty soon, the rubber band stretch. So, what are the questions have you got? If you guys got questions, throw them on here. Okay. Uh, sometimes it's a little delayed on here. It is really slow. Yeah. Okay. Beth said, I have been walking my mule in hand for a trail walk by himself. He's fine with that and have been using that as a preparation for riding out alone. Do you think that this tactic is setting me up for success? Um... Leading out alone versus yeah. riding out alone. Um, uh, I uh, I've never done that. Is it Beth? Is that her name? Yeah. Um, yeah, Beth. Sorry, I've I've like never. Yeah, you start scrolling. Sorry. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. Anyways, uh, Beth, I I have actually never done that before. Lead them by hand, uh, walking by myself. So I don't know if that's valuable. I've never done it. Um, everything I've ever done. Uh, is either ponying then behind another animal um, and then once I'm riding I just get get all the stuff going like we talked about earlier in this in this episode of Meal Tip Tuesday and I and then I just ride out alone so I, I don't I can't I, I don't imagine there. it hurts anything no it wouldn't hurt anything I suppose I mean go for it but it's nothing I've done so if that works for you great okay Lisa says do you have a video that's all about the rider like how to effectively ask the mule what you want it to do yeah, every video we've ever made. All the videos are for the people. Yep, everything we for do the is people, for the people. The people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's take one more, and then we're gonna uh, be good for the for today. Okay, um, Nadine <clears throat> says I'm doing the challenges. Tough one this week. My boy just locks up. Finally mm -hmm. got a couple steps today on the ground. He turns on his front and hind quarters with no problem. Under sa under saddle, it becomes a problem. Do I just wait him out, or is there something else I should be so doing? So she's. So she's she's uh she's asking about rolling hind returning to the circle, that's the, that's our challenge for the week, uh, the video we put out, and if they get locked up where their feet are just stuck there and just sticky, just maintain your rein in position one. So don't move your rein, just hold it in position one, and they might even be bent around to ninety. And if they're at ninety degrees, you're not pulling on your rein, you're just holding it, just staying steady, and then have that leg back, your inside leg back, and just bump 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 where that about where your rear cinch is just i for me it's just slightly ahead of my rear cinch and uh, i'll just wait there and then as soon as they break over and take a step release and you might have to start by building one step at a time so that's all i do but it takes take some time well that's about it for today you guys i sure appreciate you guys jumping on here we love seeing you guys thanks for all the comments and thanks for all the good questions you guys are getting good at these questions they're good at rolling them they're, in they're early. They're good at rolling them in early. So, so keep them coming. If you got questions for next week, we'll be back next week, 5 o'clock on Tuesday. And and uh, don't forget, all these Meal Tip Tuesdays are on our podcast, Everyday Mealmanship with Ty Evans. 
and uh, we post them on there then you guys can go back and listen to these again if you want to or if you missed it or whatever but thank you guys god bless you leave us a review let us know what you think of all these and and we'll see you down the road all right and we'll post about the saturday thing yep we will let you know if we're gonna do a live training this saturday but thank you guys we'll see you